Home. They say it's where the heart is. They also say it's wherever you make it. They don't say it's where you unload your stuff, get tired halfway through unpacking, use some boxes as furniture, realize your oven mitts in a box that doubles as a nightstand, don't want to buy a new nightstand, and use a towel as an oven mitt instead. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on renters and car insurance. Easier than grabbing a piping hot pan with a towel that's a bit too thin and trying to quickly get it to the counter. Ooh, hot, 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 hot. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Avoid biking in the rain and never touch another person's bike. Hey guys, look at these bikes. So shiny. Uh, whoops. I'm gonna leave a note. Oh gosh, there's more. And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Okay, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. I'm here with Papa Joe. Papa Joe, it's been a while. It has. Hey, everybody. How are we doing? Good. Uh, well, you and I are doing well. We're recording. We're not doing it live right now. We could have done it live, but, you know, the Internet is such a fickle thing. You know? <laughs> like a young lady. Um, you don't know what it's going to... Well, here, the Internet is. Uh, the... Um, oh, Christ. I forgot what I was about to talk to you about you yeah you were you were writing uh you got back to writing a couple work on the last two chapters of your book yeah this will be my, on my second book i just got the motivation so i figured yeah let me uh let me do that and uh of course it's always a very frustrating you know thing to do you sit there and henpeck at a computer my back starts to hurt you try and walk outside to get a breath of fresh air and feels like it's 100 degrees there's no wind today well what what motivates you to do that what got you to do that today oh you know jim if i only knew uh where this motivation comes from i mean i'll 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 call myself a writer um i don't know where it comes from some days it hits me and some days forget it there's nothing i can do about it well, I have a lot of writings. Mine is mainly disjointed, um, much like uh, Ted Kaczynski's writings, I guess, <laughs> imagine. Or some, <laughs> like Sam Berkowitz. Oh, it's not, it's, his name wasn't Sam, but Berkowitz, whatever his name was. He was a serial killer, so. Uh, well, this is an eventful week. It is Thursday. Uh, June 17th. And that is correct. Yesterday are in uh, Monroe County, and this is Florida Keys bartender. And much like the rest of the country, we're dealing with, uh, I guess the more popular places of the country, we're dealing with reopening. And our county commissioners um, uh Remandated yesterday that every business, every public place, mask will be worn, and that is a now, reversal from last week, right? Yeah, I was going to say, didn't they just rule that that wasn't three, necessary? Right? Two to three that 
it's up to the uh, businesses themselves. And then it, the reversal was 5 nothing. So something spooked those last three oh, commissioners. I wonder, I, I wonder, Jim, what could yeah. have spooked? Maybe, I don't know, the numbers? Oh, yeah, I, I don't know what spooked them that much, yeah. <laughs> I really don't know. I mean, I don't know what they expected. They I would have, have thought, to think it was. You know, out of sight, out of mind. And uh, No, come on. I would like to think they took a look at the new numbers this week and yeah. panicked, and rightfully so, because well, the numbers spiked they were quite, thinking, a, quite a bit. They were thinking of history and this, and yeah, they, they, they did that. They had a whole bunch of other. They're still going to do a mini season, which is kind of funny. They're not going to close it down. They're kind of half hardly, half assed, trying to protect the uh, the keys. And uh, as that is being posted on live on Facebook when they were posting it, then you have it seems such a lion's share of the people in the keys. If they did, uh, you know, polls and polling. It seems to be like 70 or 80% support the wearing a mask out. And this small group of people, uh, 30 to 20%, are opposed to it. But they're so vociferously opposed to it. You know? They're so loud about it, so almost, Almost as if, it kind of feels almost as if they don't believe there's a virus. That kind well, of it's opposed funny. to it. They're... I mean, it's, it's a real small... And you get real pissed off about it. Um, I understand if you're a pretty girl and you don't want to... You want everyone to see your face, you know. Or a pretty guy, you know. You're a vain person. You don't want to cover up your face. You know? That's, uh, oh, God forbid they go you in, your They makeup. don't know if you're robbing the place, you know. Yeah. There's oh. been a lot of spate of robbery yeah. since people had to wear a mask here in the Keys. Yeah, I think it's more about, you know, I don't want my makeup smeared. Or, yeah, something like that. I'm mean, telling people they they just go out. and But now it's mandatory. And if they, I, obviously, people are going to say, yeah, see if you can make me. Well, I, I saw firsthand. I was at it. Uh, I'm not going to say the place because it may piss off the owners. But the worker there, I was having breakfast. And this guy comes in. I'm sitting at the counter, and they have it marked so you can only sit within you know six feet of each other at the counter. There's only like three places to sit. And guy comes in with a out a mask, a couple years older than me. And she looks at me, and goes, "You got a mask?" He goes, "No, I don't have a mask." And she goes, "Well, you got to have a mask." I said, "Can I just cover up my face?" She goes, "Yeah, use your shirt." And then he goes, should I go back outside and come back in? She says, yes. Go back outside and come in. <laughs> she did. She did it all the way. I, I admire her. She was very good. She go back out and come back. She doesn't really give a shit. And if you're a regular down here in Key Largo, you might know who it is. I think she's one of the greatest servers around. I go to see her. And uh, Well, hey, she, can I tell oh, you she's a not afraid. story? She's not afraid of her. Her name's Patty. Her name's Patty. She works at Doc's Diner. And uh, if you're in, if you're visiting the Keys, that's, uh, she will not take any shit. What? First of all, Patty is 
a gal, and I mean that in the truest sense. She's just an awesome human being. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I wanted to tell you a quick story about uh, about how some people have gone to the extremes in their theorizing about uh, this virus. And these are locals. I won't mention names, but um, this is how virulent the that small percentage is. Um, mm-hmm. It's gone complete conspiracy theory. Uh, they quote, uh, you know, references like QAnon, which is a oh, radical, QAnon. Yeah. radical, ultra-conservative, you know, doomsday cult almost. Yeah. And um, they're borderline anarchists themselves, but God forbid you say that. But they, they, have, they are convinced that all of this is tied into nothing but to disrupt this administration from doing its job. And they go into great detail. Of course, all they're doing is parroting what they've heard on these, on these memes and Internet threads. And they refer to, well, I've done research. And I'm like, well, tell me your references, because when you research, you should have a list of reference material. no. It's QAnon and Breitbart and Alex Jones. And, you know, you can't have an intelligent conversation with uh, an inanimate object because that's essentially what they Well, all you have to, all, you, all, all I do is, I, you know, like I said before, all you have to say to these people say, is there anything I could say, any evidence I can produce? That would make you feel differently. And if they said no, there's no evidence from evidence from any source that you can produce that would make because if they said Fox, then it would be like Neil Cavuto saying you have to wear a mask because this is real. You know what I mean? Neil Cavuto yeah, said but, you know, they it, and then they an said, "Oh, that, he's but... he's a puppet," you know, and all that stuff. Well, and it's just exactly that's their answer. Their yeah, answer well, is, well uh, that's, there was just that's an safe. interview. There was just an interview today, Wall Street Journal interviewed the guy interviewed Trump and Trump views uh, the mask as a symbol of people that don't like him. Exactly. Listen, and they actually have Trump face masks now. Well, so I don't know how that I see Trumpers. There's Trumpers that have legitimate ailments and they stop doing it. And there's a lady uh, I'm familiar with who isn't, coming to her place of work because she says that her husband is immune compromised because you know he has limited lung function but I've seen them out together and the guy's still spouting his thing so I'm just wondering whether the lady is just saying that paying lip service just to get unemployment you know you know, yeah, she might be look, using that as an excuse. That's her excuse as for unemployment. But they're still going out and going to the places that the guy can get infected. And obviously, they're not wearing a mask because they're big-time supporters of the guy. But, um, you know, they'll argue, they'll argue against science. They say, you know, if everyone's wearing a mask, it just makes it harder to transmit. Harder. Not impossible. Not impossible to transmit. Harder to transmit so they keep your safe distance wash your hands and things like that it it that's what they're asking you to do and um 
back in the mid-1800s. I think it was Dr. Joseph Lister uh, who came up with carbolic acid. It's, it was a an antiseptic. It u- was used on fields of uh, sewage from farms, right? Okay. And they used it to disinfect it, to, you know, to get um, the smell out. And he noticed that the cows didn't come become sick, right? Interesting. So, yeah, and then he realized that if they didn't become sick, it must be there must be something because they knew you're not supposed to drink water or feed your cat cattle. You know what I mean? The, right. Uh, sewage that was bad, and it kills your animals and kills people. And at that time, when a wound, when people got wounded in in the 1800s. The, the biggest thing after a surgery was infection. You know, if you broke a bone and it, uh, you know, it was a compound fracture and it perforated surface and stuff like that, that infection that would incur was the part that got your leg cut off. Right. Like during the Civil yeah. War, there's so many amputees, people amputated, not just because they couldn't put them back together. They did it because they couldn't stop an infection. And uh, the, the shortest way of stopping infection is to cut it off. And Lister came about and Lister came about and said, you know, uh, the carbolic acid, they were using that. They were disinfecting the instruments, telling people to wash hands, change gloves, gave directions in uh, 18, the 1860s, right after the Civil War. Uh he, the people he trained, he told that you know wear clean gloves, uh, disinfect your instru- instruments, use uh, you know antiseptic, and and they did it. One of the studies is this kid had his leg, both well, studies, uh, he had his uh, leg ran over by a cart, and he had a compound fracture, and they dipped the cotton, they put on the wound, where the bone broke the surface, and and they set the bone. And uh, they dipped it in carbolic acid and put it bound the knee of uh, the leg that way. And they kept on doing it, doing it. And it turned out the infection um, didn't begin and the bone mended. So a lot of times when infections occur and your body's fighting infections, it's not doing other things like, you know, having bones knit together and things like that. But at this time, all these physicians were coming out and saying, this guy's ideas are crazy. Because these doctors did not want to wash their hands. They didn't want to have to take their time. You know, it's a pain in the ass to have to uh, disinfect your instruments. Well, yeah, it's time-consuming, especially in an operating theater if you've got a bunch of things to do. So I can imagine they were ignorant and they were resistant to something different They were resistant to change because it was more difficult. They're making their job more difficult. Of course, my job's more... And and they wear and then they started wearing masks too, because they knew that when they spoke, when they spoke, that they spit out material and stuff like that. That's what we're doing. We're reducing the chance. And if they're talking, and they fucking everyone's a mathematician nowadays, right? 
Yeah. Everyone's a mathematician. Well, this scale is wrong. So fucking what? Whatever. Fucking what? If this stops, if this stops, okay, one person from dying. It may be worth it, but it's going to stop thousands of people, tens of thousands of people from dying. Tens of thousands. We went to war and spent trillions of dollars, over 3,000 people dying in New York, right? The World Trade Center. That is true. We went to war. Yep. We lost a lot of uh, U.S. service members. A lot of civilians in those countries died. Hundreds of thousands of people died because of that. And we were willing to give up a lot in fortune, right? And inconvenience. And the inconvenience of, uh, you know, air travel and all those things in order to combat terrorism. Why not combat the plague that way? I mean, I don't understand. If you could save 20,000 people, why would you do it? What would you, if you told somebody prior to 9-11 how to stop that happening, and it inconvenienced them. Let's say, okay, you know what? I'm going to give you a time machine. You're going back before 9-11. Uh, what would stop it would be enhanced searching. But it would cause about 45-minute delay in your flight. I mean, your time. You have to you got to arrive at the airport five, 45 minutes early. But it will save 3,200 people, Americans, from being killed. Would they do it? Or would they not do no. it because it's inconvenient? It's inconvenient? I'm tired. This is my freedom. You're messing with my freedom. Some ladies on Facebook is giving a speech how a face mask is a black mark on her freedom as an American. Yeah, but you know, Jim, the difference between 9-11 is we had a common enemy that everyone got to point to and say them. We had a them. And to them were Islamic extremists, a very easy uh, enemy. They came here. They killed our citizens. And uh, even before that, through video, um, their cruelty was well known. Their absolute inhumanity was well known. So they were easy. It was easy to join together and say, OK, we're in this together to prevent these people from ever doing this again. And we're going to take the war to them. Great. Rah, rah, rah. The plague... The them in the plague amongst a small percentage of Americans, but a very vociferous group, are Democrats and the media. We're the them. If you're a Democrat, you're the them. The media is the them. And now now wearing the mask becomes the symbol of liberty, like you just said. And to disobey or to go against the experts the scientists, which are another group of them, is is a show of Americanism and and uh, and pride. Yeah. And the only place they're getting this, the only director of this bad symphony, unfortunately, is the president. And that's the difference between 9-11 and the inconvenience and the virus and the inconvenience. It's who's directing the who to pick out the them, yeah. and then who's the them? Well, yep. That's a uh, sad state of affairs for this country. Yep, it certainly is. 
I don't know about you, but I get I get awfully tired about listening to these really unread and some very well-read knuckleheads who just paint half of America as traitors. I don't even like it when Democrats use that terminology or, or use un-American. We have become so divided, we can't even agree on the science of a virus that's killed damn near 120,000 people. Well, wait. Now, wait. You just said it. Science. Science. If you adhere to science first, and scientists and epidemiologists and doctors, that they're not. They're taking their cues from people who aren't. And there's always a couple, you know, people, outliers out there that are in the medical community that are willing to subjugate their best medical sense for political gain. So they'll side with the businessmen and politicians that have an agenda. And the agenda may not be curtailing the infections. It may be opening the economy, which is very important. I understand it's very important. But if it crashes down, if this doesn't, if this, we're not going to get a second wave because it never stopped. It never stopped. Yeah. It's already in Texas and Florida. Florida are saying now we're getting more than we had in the, in the heat. You know what I mean? Before. And, and DeSantis, the governor of Florida, is saying, well, that's because we're testing a lot. Well, now that's because we're not doing our best to mitigate contact and things like that. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're they're going. It's not as deadly as that. See, their lives are wasted. These people are very unhappy. These people are very unhappy, and they're they're bet. You know, they 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 don't have a problem with a zombie apocalypse or whatever they think it is. They love this shit. They love this shit. It doesn't matter. They don't think, they think we're not going to get sick. Well, they're going to get sick. And you know what? I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if statistically they're, they have a higher death rate than, you know, just because of their behavior. They might have a higher death rate. And they well, may you lose would think another. Statistically. What? You would think statistically. I mean, if they're going around. Yeah, just with by no their behaviors mask. and stuff like that. But right, you know what? Right. Yeah, and um, I think a lot of the problem came, we can move on to a lighter, a lot of the problem came when they rolled out the idea of a mask. People just went ape shit, right? A mask? Are you fucking kidding me? If the CDC came out and had their, let's say Fauci and, uh, and what is it, Bixby or whatever her name is, uh, they right. came out and they said, you know, how about, here's something for you. When you go outside and they roll out an outfit, it looks like a spacesuit. If you have to go outside, this is what you got to wear. And then you get the QAnon group and all those people freaking out. Right? Then they start freaking out and say, I'm not going to wear that. I'm not going to wear uh, the... Uh, I'm not gonna wear that spacesuit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, 
I'm not. I'm going to go without. That's just too crazy. I'm American. And then they finally say, well, at least wear a mask. Okay, I'll wear a mask. They should have started really radical and brought it back to the mask. <laughs> I, I personally don't think it would have mattered just based upon listening to some of these people talk. No, I think if you went way out on a limb, because they always do that. People used to get bitch, uh, bitchy about wearing a seatbelt. About wearing a seatbelt. How about that? Yeah, wearing I suppose the way you're thinking is make them wear a four-point harness and then say, okay, but we'll let you wear a seatbelt. Well, yeah, make them wear a seatbelt, something like that. You know, if you had to go, every time you had to go ride, ride a bike, you had to go suit it up like uh, you were playing rollerball, you know, with all <laughs> shoulder pads, knee pads, elbow pads, and, 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 you know, shin guards and stuff like that. And then you say, oh, no, just wear the helmet. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all. I can do that. You know? Yeah. It, that's why the phase system works. Phase one, two, and three. Say, listen, phase one's going to be strict, but phase two's going to be better. And then phase three's, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and if they did that with social distancing, they could have said, listen, you're going to have to remain. They should have started out. you got to remain 100 feet apart if you're not living in the same house. <laughs> and I would go, what? Are you fucking kidding me? A hundred feet apart? Well, you can't even go into a restaurant. You can only have one person in there or two people if it's a really big restaurant. You know? That's crazy. And they say, well, how about six feet? Oh, I can live with that. You know? Make it all. Give them two choices. You have your two choices either. I mean, you go like this. You can stay at home and order from Grubhub or adhere to this. But they get angry and they're taking it out on the workers. They're going to say, yeah, you know what? People say you take joy at telling us to wear a mask. Well, you take joy at saying you don't realize that you need a mask. You know you need a mask. You know. You know. You didn't travel. You didn't travel all the way down to Keys and not know about face mask. It's been a national conversation for months. Who doesn't have a face mask now? It's like yeah, pretending you don't know what a cell down. phone. It's like pretending you don't know what a cell phone is. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done with my rant. <laughs> no, but it's frustrating, isn't it? It's yeah. just frustrating. Yeah, pretending to go in there. They don't have a. I don't have a mask. I don't have any in my car. Oh well, that's crazy. Do you leave without your wallet too? Do you have your keys? Oh. I'm surprised you have your shoes on. You have your shoes on? Are you wearing underwear? You should ask them all these questions. Did you did you bring your are you wearing underwear? Are you wearing shoes? Treat them like an idiot. You wanna be an idiot if you want to be treated like an idiot, act like an idiot. And don't so like, well, it doesn't matter because that one mask if you wear the mask it's only seventy percent you know, thirty percent protection. You know? You need an N95. Now they're the fucking expert. They knew about it. I know their fucking political agenda. They don't want to wear a mask. They don't want to have a car. I'm not going to put one in my car. I'm going to drive around without it. Okay. You can't fucking come in here then. You know? You know, if, you're not, well, if, you're, if you are not aware of the mask rules anymore, you're too literally too stupid 
to be out and about by yourself. You should not be allowed. Yeah. To, or, no, you, you're not allowed. To, you shouldn't be allowed to buy any cutlery. If you go out, if you go to a knife store and go, oh, well, it's I see a check mark here. You, you, uh, you don't meet the minimum for intelligence levels to own cutlery. No. So, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. No, it's just it. Again, in my dealings with a few of the uh, of the extremes in that area, um, I, I just shake my. It's like it's like talking to people who are more over the edge, no pun intended, than flat earthers. Um, you know, I actually ran into someone that was convinced the Earth was flat, and I I just I turned right around and I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. You're, you, as far as I'm concerned, these people, they, they have no validation in life. They should just go to a, a, a camp somewhere, some gated, fenced-in property, and, and bow hunt or do whatever to survive. They really need to be removed from the mainstream in our culture. They're really that stupid. And I hate saying it, but you know, we can argue about the efficacy of a mask, but please don't argue with me that you're wearing one and my wearing one. My concern for your health, yours should be concerned for my health, so that when you don't wear one and you throw your middle finger up at the whole idea, you're really throwing your middle finger up, not at your them, but you're really throwing that finger up to me and my family. Yeah, that's exactly and what that that starts and i feel that anxiety in my neck the blood pressure and i really really just want to take a baseball bat to some of these motherfuckers heads if you want to know how i feel about it yeah and there you go hey remember that's how uh, i feel about it did you remember the movie princess bride no you never saw that movie no, it's probably. Is it a chick flick? I don't no. watch chick flicks. No, no, it wasn't. A <laughs> it was great. The Princess Bride. It was a comedy. Uh, Carrie Elway's. Uh, oh God, who was in it? The chick that was married to Sean Penn. Uh, Andre the Giant, Mandy Patinkin, Billy Billy Crystal. Okay, well, no, didn't say it, but go ahead, go ahead, give me the. Well, price. there's a scene in it where the protagonist is taking his true love through this. It's called the um, uh, the Forest of Despair or something like that, the Dark Forest of Despair. It's kind of like a fairy tale forest. And there's like flames that pop up from the ground and stuff like that. And they escape quicksand and all this stuff. And um, the, the, uh, the princess asked, the hero says, do you... Uh, aren't you afraid of the R.U.S.'s? And he goes, the rodents of unusual sizes, right? And he goes, I don't right. think they exist. And then all of a sudden, a giant rat jumps out off a tree on top of him. You know, it's just, it was poignant, <laughs> meaning he goes, well, I don't believe those rodents exist. <laughs> and then the rodent said, well, I'll show you. You know, he jumped right on top of him. So... Yo, wait, right now, what you said, you made your feelings uh, known, was uh, at the end of the day, the Board of County Commissioners said that it's mandatory. Yes, it's a civil citation. It's $500. Um, 
a lot of businesses don't want to do that because they're mom and pops and they don't want to start getting hit with it. And if there was wide, if there's wide mass uh, refusal to adhere to it, they could make the fines more meatier in order to uh, get people's attention. But eventually, I think down here, they said it. There, people are going to start doing it, and the people are going to start refusing to because they're getting antsy right now with, you know, President Baby Hands. You know who President Baby Hands is? Oh, yeah, absolutely. How he drinks a... I mean, who who would have noticed when he got captured a thing? You never see how he drinks a drinks water right he holds a bottle yeah just jim it's just like a stroke victim that's exactly uh, how a stroke victim oh, picks really? up a glass of water really that's, yeah which, yep oh i didn't know you have diminished range in your right arm did you see him when he was walking down the ramp did pay attention next time you see that video oh, i saw i saw that i see how he kind of leans forward like uh no, no. Like, Pay attention uh, to his his left leg and his right leg. Yeah. Watch, watch the action between his left leg and right leg, and then, you know, just before that, uh-huh. was yet another clip of him trying to hold up a glass of water. Uh-huh. Watch his right arm. Watch the limited mobility in his right arm. I'm telling you, to why me, I'm not saying he has le- left. Why, why doesn't he use his left? Cause, probably because the right arm is dominant, and he naturally goes to that. I'm just saying it looks a lot. Because I'm, I'm, I'm left hand. Like I he's can, a stroke victim. I'm pretty good. I, I can drink from both hands. You know, pretty good. Just a weird hey, dude, man. I, I'm not going to make fun of the guy because of that, knowing he did make fun of people that were disabled. Oh, you I'm know? not making fun of him. I'm just no, no, it no, out no. I'm not making fun of him for that. But don't. Don't pretend there's nothing wrong with this son of a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I would definitely say there's mentally there's something wrong with him, dude. Mentally and physically now. But on that lighter note, and that's a lighter note for me. We've had visitors. Some I had two listeners come in last night from Wisconsin. Milwaukee. Oh, how about that, huh? Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Milwaukee. Carol and Charles, they own a restaurant, a bar, a bar restaurant in Milwaukee. And uh, they're kind of cool. They, I mean, they look like they're pretty hip. And they listen to the show. So that's pretty good. I guess I I don't get, I don't have the typical Rush Limbaugh kind of crowd. I don't have the super hip crowd. crowd of like AOC maybe like the young hot Latino girls Latino American girls I should say <laughs> which I would love you don't to have, have a TikTok that would be awesome if I did yeah, we'll have, we're going to have to set you up with a TikTok and you do all the no the, that would the, the you know what dances. whenever when you it's uh, you heard a cultural appropriation that would be age appropriation yes exactly uh, that would be so <laughs> shameless, and I wouldn't do it. But uh, I'd like to thank Carol and Char- Charles for coming in uh, and introducing themselves. And they said they're going to be back. Um, and they invited me to stay. I could come by. I think they said that. I don't know if they're inviting me to stay. 
I think they said someone <laughs> said they had a, uh, they had a a place to stay if I came. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into it. Now they're going to come in and say we didn't say you could stay above the bar. We didn't say that. You know. So, Quit packing we'll your bag, Jim. You're not there yet. I know. Milwaukee, well, if you ever... Okay, I know a movie. Now, it's funny you said chick flick, and I thought you would like a couple of chick flicks, but uh, you don't like any chick flicks? I'm generally... I mean, no. In a general sense, how about, no, how about it's not like I... Love Actually? No. You never saw no, that? No, no. No, no. Okay, yeah, okay. There's, I'm a, there's give you the a scene in that. To a chick there's, flick. there's a scene in that where this British guy decides. It, it's a vignette, bunch of small stories inside a bigger movie, and this British guy who's in his twenties decides that British girls are all stuck up, and American women are more uninhibited, and free thinking, and more beautiful. So he decides to go. You know, sublet his apartment, you know, and spend all his money on a ticket to go to the United States. And his buddy's saying, you're mental. That's crazy. That's not, not true. So he gets a ticket. He goes to Milwaukee. From London, England, goes to Milwaukee, right? Right. And then he gets, out of, gets into a taxi cab, goes to the cab driver, goes, where to, buddy? And he goes, take me to a bar. Just a bar. And he takes it to a bar. He ends up meeting these three beautiful women and who invite him to their house. I mean, it was cliche after cliche, you know. So, yeah. And it ended up being four beautiful women uh, he was involved with. So, yeah, crazy. Um, where the hell did I get on that story? Oh, Milwaukee. It was Milwaukee. Are you there? <laughs> yeah, what about it? <laughs> no, it was in Milwaukee. That's where he went. He went to Milwaukee, where Carol, oh. Carol and Charles are from. So, Hey, listen, the closest thing I get to a chick flick is uh, like... Um, Eat, pray, love. Check. Nah, well, no, about Schmidt. Um, that was not a chick flick. Yeah, as good as it gets. Uh, okay, okay. Well, that was a thinky one. That's a thinky one. That was a man and woman thing. No, that's a good movie. Yeah. How about Silver yeah. Linings Playbook? No. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm pretty averse. They don't draw my attention. I, it's not I, a chick look, flick. If shit's not, no, that, it doesn't matter. If, if shit's not blowing up. Um, You're missing if, a lot if, of good movies, brother. I like, I, you know what? I love a good I adventure movie myself. I love a pretty good What's your favorite? What's your favorite James Bond movie? Um, new I one. like Casino Royale. The Casino yeah. Royale, the new yes. one. Yes, the new yes, one. Yes, 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 yes. I, I, will, uh, I will argue that's action wise and style wise the best James Bond movie. You I, know? I would agree. Um, yeah, just the filming I, I just, of it, the music. I mean, I love that some of the old Roger. Uh, What's his name? You know who I'm talking about. Scotsman. Who is it? The actor? Sean. Sean Connery. Oh, I love the, the Sean actor. Connery okay. ones. One, maybe uh, uh, 
Live and Let Die was all right for me. I wasn't a big fan of the other uh, Roger Moore movies. Uh, just like two, two or three of it. But I'll tell you, Daniel Craig really stepped up in that one. Yeah, he did. He did. I'm so glad they got him for one more. Yeah. Uh, and then that's it. They're that's off to it. find yeah. someone else. Again. He stayed on so long that one of the guys that was supposed to replace him aged out of the part. <laughs> you know that? I didn't know that. That No, I yeah, didn't that, know that. Uh, the funny. black dude. Um, Christ. It's a really good actor, too. Jesus Christ. British guy. Um, but, yeah, he was supposed to play him. They're talking about maybe a woman. Well, I mean, I certainly hope they don't call him Je- her James Bond, but she could be a 007 because yeah. the number oh, picks yeah. the position. You know, it doesn't depict the name. Yeah. Yep. No, and, I mean, if you, you know, if you need I didn't know with 007, you needed to have two confirmed kills. Yeah. A double well, O, a double O, not a, a double, double O. A double O, yeah. A double O, yeah. I mean, if you read I. if you read the books, that's, a, yes, that's where it goes. That's There's only why ten, it's that way. What, are there only 10 of them? Um, I don't remember if that's in the book, and I, no. I don't know. How many extras do you have? You know, do you go 0017, 0020, 001,334? Yeah, you got me. Whatever, like whatever number? Her Majesty requires. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, no, that's pretty much it. That's all I have to say about that. Well, this is the end of the show. We did about forty minutes. That was good. Yay! That? The weather's yeah, rainy absolutely. today. Come down to the uh, Florida Keys. Uh, I want to thank Papa Joe for being here. I'm going to let you talk. I just want to remember something before I say goodbye. Oh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, if you, you know, maybe I should say more stuff. I don't. I try not to say anything too nonsensical. I mean, I'll save it for the show if it's really nonsensical. I will. Why well, put it in print form? But well, what's the difference nowadays, right? So yeah, follow yeah. it. Follow me on uh, face. Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, subscribe to the show share it with your friends share the shit out of it okay and um, you know like Carol and Charles and my uh, all my friends all of the listeners in different places around the world too uh, thank you for listening and uh, you have anything to say Papa Joe no just uh, I wish everyone uh, well be safe and uh, and um, love each other Yep. That's a good one. That's a good one. I I hear that one. Oh yeah, and happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you, Joe. Um Thank you very happy much. Happy Father's I Day to my that. father, uh, Jim. Yeah. Jim right Senior. around the corner, isn't it? Yep, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're gonna celebrate today because I'm working Sunday night. So, but that was it. That was great, Joe. Thank you very much. I'm going to start playing the you're music. You're more than welcome. And three, two, one. You're welcome to sing along if you want. Play that funky music, white boy. Not that music. Are you playing different music? <laughs> I'm playing the music.
music right now, so that's good. That I like all that sound effects behind me. Well, I am 0.5% Eskimo. You know, I found that out. Are you really point this point? 0.5%? 0.5%. 